The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Welcome to the Makers of Minnesota. I am Stephanie Hansen, and I am here with a couple of makers, and it's the holiday season. And I was realizing as I was walking out to the lobby of Hubbard Broadcasting to get them, I was like, oh, my people are so tired right now. (laughs) I'm here with Nikki and Anna Hollerich, and they are sisters, and they have a company called Hagen and Oats. And you may have seen their delightful wood creations at many of the makers markets around town. Welcome to the program, ladies. Hello. Thank you. Hello. So I was reading just a little bit about you on your website and who was the one who got the first power tool? It was me. It was you. And yes. that's Anna. Anna, why did you get a power tool? Did you just, did your parents be like, let's give Anna tools? <laughs> right. Um, I actually was at my, um, at my husband's parents' place, and they had a bandsaw in the garage, and I was literally bored and saw a power tool and thought it would be fun. So I had a piece of birch and just started cutting the birch, and it was a really smooth cut, and I could kind of make cool turns on it, and it wasn't like a chainsaw that I had to be scared of. Right. So I was like, oh, this is this is a neat tool. I bet we could make some fun things out of it. So I brought it home. <laughs> And had you at that point ever like thought about making things? Were you crafty to begin with? Yeah. We kind of joke that we've done every craft in the aisle of Joanne Fabrics or Michaels. We've made purses or beads or puffy paint, wood burning. And you really can walk down every aisle and we're like, oh, yeah, we've attempted that. So this isn't anything new, I guess. And your sister. So how far Mm -hmm. apart in age are you? Two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's usually close. Yeah. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little too close for comfort. But yep. yeah. So you were probably doing a lot of these activities together. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. growing up, we, we crafted and... Friendship bracelets. Yeah, did stuff with our dad. We built a canoe with our dad. Okay, I wanted to talk about that. Because yeah. you built a wood stripper. They call them strippers, right? Wood strip canoe, yeah. Did you have, like, did you go to Widgie Wagon, or how did you know about canoes and... Yeah, our dad, uh, I don't know how he got into it, but he brought a canoe home, or I guess the wood strips for the canoe, and yep. we I remember spending weeks and weeks, if not months, in the garage, and we would sand on this wood and fiberglass it, and he kind of just taught us the whole process. I think he was teaching himself at the time. Does he still have the canoe? He does. It's at my house, yeah. Oh, we nice. Have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you grew up in a small town, smallish, right? We actually grew up in the cities. Okay. Yeah. Why did I think that you? Oh, because your factory or your we're in our shop shops in, in Newport. Town. Yes, very small. Yep. Um. So you grew up in the cities. Yeah. And you were making stuff. And at were you having other jobs? And then you just one day were like, "Hey, Anne, I got this saw. Now we're going to start a business." <laughs> um. Yeah, we did. Ha- we both had pretty nice careers going before this whole. What did you do? Um, I worked for Papa Murphy's. Oh, okay. So I just worked as a director of franchise operations for some Minneapolis and Wisconsin stores. Yep. I oversaw about 60 stores when I was when I left. Mm-hmm. And I was and still am a marriage and family therapist. 
Okay. So seeing clients, I actually worked right down the street at a treatment center. Sure. Yeah. Marriage and family. That's my family's. They were treatment counselors, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So you decide, did, were you making things and then going to craft shows and then it just kind of ballooned or how intentional was it to start Hagen and Oates? Um, very unintentional, to be honest. <laughs> there was yeah. no, there was no plan at all to have this happen. Um. Like I said, I've been in business. We've always been crafters. We got this bandsaw home and and made a project one weekend. This was, I think, about four years ago, mm-hmm. um, three and a half, four years ago. And we put it on Facebook. It took us all weekend to make it, get it on Facebook. And our friends just kind of went bonkers. And so that was the very beginning of Hagen and Oates, even though it was really just a weekend project for us. Mm-hmm. And then did you just like, tell me about the time where you were sitting down and you decided that this was a business. Okay. I don't think we ever had that moment. I think it was that following weekend we made, we made four pieces of art for our friends and then they posted it on their website and then we made four more pieces. And then I think yeah, it they was kind of a their, side hustle. Yeah, for, they, yeah. They posted it on their Facebook. So yeah. they would get their piece, post it. Their friends would see it and say, holy crap, what is this? Can we get one? And we we were panicking. How are we going to make five of these things? It took mm-hmm. us all weekend, you know. Sure. So we're just, we start making these projects and it I it happened so quickly. And it's your garage story where we're literally in the garage over a weekend, um, mm-hmm. which turned into every weekend for six months. And maybe it was like four to six months. We We kind of said, okay, this is something. We need to start taking this money legally. Let's make a little LLC and yep. get a website going. And again, there was never any moment where we were like, okay, here's our game plan. It was almost like, uh, how are we going to work 150 hours a week to have our real jobs and then this job? And what did you come up with? Uh, after about a year and a half, I quit my job. So I became full-time. And were you literally working like at Papa John's during your day job? And then, because didn't you have to like drive around to stores? Yeah. And... So, yeah, it was Papa Murphy's. But yeah, oh, sorry. I, no, we, I would work, uh, you know, 50 hour, 40, 50 hour work week for Papa Murphy's and then 40 to 50 hour work week for Hagen and Oates. So it was before work, after work, all weekend long. We were just hustling, trying to get these orders cranked out. Yeah, that's a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. There's mm-hmm. some weird, can you guys hear that? Mm hmm. Um, there's some weird sound that's coming, but I'll go ahead and I'll edit that out. Um, okay, so you decide you're working, you're then working at night on the weekends. Yeah. And so then how did you decide to build like a workshop? And mm-hmm. like where it, at some point you guys like yeah. had to like, we have to buy materials yeah. or we have to get yeah. serious. We need another saw. Right. S- tell me about that. Um feel like it all just, ha- it, I don't want to say it happened naturally because that gives us no credit at all, but <laughs> it did feel like the steps were naturally progressing. So we're in our garage. It got to the point where it was like, okay, we can't be in here every day, all day. Our neighbors are going to get pissed and we got to figure out where to go. So we started looking for a place for our wood shop and we found a place in Newport, super cheap rent. It was like a one-year commitment. Sure. You know, it was a kind of a no-brainer. Let's yep. give this a go. There's no risk involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we started in the front room, which was 600 square feet. So it was bigger than a garage. We were thrilled. Um, but it, but it wasn't anything fancy. And as we started growing, it was like, well, then the room behind us is opening up and is for rent now. Maybe we can add on this space. Then we added on 2,500 square feet. And then that happened again about 
eight months ago, we added on an additional 2,000 square feet. So now we have this huge warehouse. What are the core products that are like your big money makers? Um, our cribbage boards are probably our number one, and we can customize them to any state, which really helps. Do you know how to play cribbage? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Family, family game growing up. Yeah. Uh, beer openers, which we can also customize. Um, and then I would say our our dogs, custom dogs and custom lakes are really kind of our bread and butter. So these are, if you can imagine, they're kind of like a wood framed picture of a dog made of different pieces of wood or of your lake. And it's kind of like put together so it looks like a puzzle almost a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that like something that you take orders for? Or do you just know like, oh, Brinside Lake, there's a lot of people up there. We're going to make 10 of those. Yeah, we do. We just do custom on the lakes. There's 10,000 lakes, and it's shocking. <laughs> You'd think, you know, we know the big ones, Minnetonka, Gull Lake, sure. Vermilion, those big ones. We can make a few in it, you know, and have those ready. But even if there's like a small lake, square lake, Bass Lake, there's 10 of each of those lakes. Right. It's shocking. I, I'm learning a lot about our state after we started this. Uh-huh. And so you do the um, pictures of the dogs, the lakes, uh, you've got the bottle openers, cribbage boards, you've got tic-tac-toe, you've got yep. some games. Yep. So this is just kind of growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it feeling like this is a business that is like sustainable and you're constantly thinking of new ideas? Yes. How do you get the ideas? <clears throat> do you come up with them on your own or do people ask you for things and then you think, oh, that would be a good idea? I think both. Um, I love the creative side of our job because we've always been creators. We've always just made and and had ideas about things. Being in the shop is really fun because you're around creative people. And as long as we have a little bit of wiggle room for time, we can play with different ideas. I was cutting a football for the Super Bowl and I set it down on top of the Minnesota and kind of looked down. As I was cutting the piece, I was like, oh, we should cut out a football out of the Minnesota. And then just you just kind of can go from there and get ideas that Uh way. Um, How many markets are you at right now? Um, We're in the Mall of America at the Four Post Uh store. I saw your store there. It's real cute. Thank you. Yeah. So we're there through January. We're in the city center. Uh, We're doing a pop up in Mankato over the holiday. And then we're in a few. We've been in a few shows kind of on the weekends. So we're trying to. Everywhere. Do you have staff or does family help you or how are you staffing all these um, locations? Yeah, we have staff. We have probably 20 people helping. I'd say 12 are on the retail side and we have about eight or nine in the shop with us. Okay. Are they people that were shop people or have you had to teach people how to do this? We've taught them. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very, um, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's very teachable. You don't need to be like a skilled woodworker. A lot of the tasks are it's pretty simple. It's just, yep. you know, anybody can do it. So yeah, we've, we've taught everybody kind of our little process and has there, you both are so amiable. It's kind of hard to get at, like, how do you determine, like, this is what you're going to work on Amy and this is what you're going to work on Nikki. Like, how do you delineate the business mm-hmm. so you're not stepping all over each other? I think we've kind of figured it out as we've gone. When I, when we first, first started, I was pregnant. And so I ended up doing a lot of the cutting because I didn't want to be around the stain all the time. And Nikki became like our master stainer. Um, And so that kind of right off the bat allowed us to have our own little parts that we got to contribute. Um, And then Nikki has really taken on kind of that business part. So she, we kind of joke that all of our business cards are her name because I never answer my phone. (laughs) 
<laughs> so everyone's like, oh, are you Nikki? I'm like, no, but she will answer the phone call when you call. So right. um, we both kind of naturally have different qualities. I think just from being siblings, we kind of get to show up in different lights. And do you want this to be, uh, Nikki, you're working full-time in the business. Do you want it to be, Anne, where you're working full-time in the business too? Um, Yeah. Right now I'm working. I kind of joke. I have one day where I see clients and the other eight days I'm at Hagen and Oates. (laughs) So uh, I'd love to find uh, just some more of a balance being an entrepreneur, um, but I feel like that's a continuous process. And and Anna, when you're thinking about like, you're going into the next year. Do you, is there certain times a year where you're busier than others? So you can like schedule client things, I guess, around that or how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they tend to kind of correlate with busy seasons and busy seasons. Um, just around the holidays are oftentimes when we have family conflict and need a little bit more support. So, um, I try and just, see as many clients as I can on, on one day a week. And that feels like a really good balance. And then get out my creative side at Hagen and Oates the other day. Do you guys still like it or has it become kind of a job? Like oh, if I... you have to make one more no. million plaque, no. are you just going to be like, Ugh. no, I love it. And I think um, there's several reasons, but one is that it's changing all the time. Our skills are getting better. We're growing. Um, we get to be creative all the time. So like, we might get sick of Lake Vermilion, but all of a sudden we've found another way to make Lake Vermilion cool again for whatever right. reason. You know what I mean? So I think that I don't think I've. It's hard. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I haven't got sick of it. And I would say for me, as anything, every now and then I need just a perspective check. So like I'll be in it and be like, oh, this is so monotonous, or this is hard, or this is whatever. Um, But I think that's part of everyday jobs and then taking a step back and reminding myself I I could take a lunch break and I could go for a walk. And, you know, I'm kind of in charge of that. And sometimes when I forget it, that's when I get kind of burned out. But then when I remember I'm in control of how we want to run our business, then it's like I have the freedom to be able to do more things. And that's funny when you mentioned freedom, because I think a lot of people get I read this quote recently. And it said, uh, entrepreneurs are the only people that quit their 40-hour-a-week jobs to yes. work 80 hours. Yes. And make less money. Yeah. Yes. And it's totally. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, but I am flexible. And in some sense, you are because you can control your destiny. Yeah. Um, you guys are in a lot of stores, too. Is it like I read like you have stuff in 400 stores? No, not 400. It's okay. about 40. Okay. Probably 40. How does Which, that get managed? Do you call and like say, hey, do you want these things or do they call you? Um, a little of both. We don't typically call, but we've done the like a maker's or um, like a mart where they where yep. buyers come. So we did like the Minneapolis a gift or a mart. merchandise yeah. mart. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So we've done that twice now. And then word of mouth. And as you know, people see us at the mall or some of these different stores. Mm-hmm. They... Is it hard to, I, I feel like it's hard to figure out the monetization of some of these retail opportunities. Like if we just use four post as an example, or even like some of these other markets, because when you go in them, you don't know exactly how much you're going to sell. Some malls have different traffic patterns Mm -hmm. than others. Do you have some that are like real home runs and then others that are just duds? Cause I think it's hard to replicate what happened during the Super Bowl, Right. Right. Yeah. I think there's absolutely risk involved when we accept to do you when know, we decided to do some of these shows, we our first year I think we did it was like forty five shows, and then the second year we did twenty eight, and the second year we made three more times money than we did the first year. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we it's all a learning game. You know, you might try it, and if it if 
it fails and you don't do that one this mm-hmm. next time, um, if you don't try, how do you know? That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's the risk. Um, and we always talk about planting seeds. So do you want to? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Just this idea of like when you say it's a total failure, uh, it's really we always think we're planting seeds. So while we might have not made a lot of money at the show at that point in time, we'll get a phone call six months down the road saying, hey, I cite the show. I work for this huge corporation. Can you do a large mural on our wall? It's funny how those things happen. It's doesn't fascinating. It? Oh, yeah. And so we always kind of say like, OK, so it might have not showed up today, but who knows who we've talked to or who we've influenced um, that we don't know. And how do you, it's it's hard to know, too, how you're going to monetize the marketing of those seeds because right. everything is marketing and brand awareness as well as literal retail sales. Right. And, it, yeah. and it's not always a sum game, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's, it's, it, it also feels like once you think you've figured it out, something else changes. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this show has been great the last two years. You get there this year, it sinks. But yeah, and there is kind of a sense of maybe that things are getting a little oversaturated. For mm-hmm. sure. You know, yes. like everyone wants sort of this craft market uh-huh. feeling in there. Right. Uh-huh. But the good news about that, like while it could be oversaturated, people really are seeing that local businesses and supporting local businesses are something that are important to their customers. So that's yeah. good mm-hmm. for all the makers out there. Right. right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you decide like how much to charge for something? Do you like price out like it costs us $10 to make this? We want to make a 50% markup. We're going to sell it for 15. Um, yes. And no, a lot of it's by gut, um, which maybe isn't the right way, but uh, we do have we have a cost analysis on all of our product, and we know how much labor goes into it. You do, um, yeah, we do. Have you always, or is that something that after a while, when it started to be more businessy, you were like, "Hey, it's probably good to know how much it costs." To- I mean, right in the beginning, we certainly didn't. But in the as- beginning, it was like, "I will charge you two hundred dollars," and then everyone's like, "Okay, great." I'm like, two hundred and fifty dollars," and we're like, "Well," I'm like, "Okay, great." We'll stop now there. Now we know it's right. twenty. Yeah. Yes, yeah, totally. exactly. And that is part of it is we've had a few products where we've we they've been a little overpriced and then we drop them five bucks and then they fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to, obviously our customers are going to tell us a lot. Um, Do you have repeat customers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are is, they repeating on? It's so strange because we in the beginning were like, well, nobody's going to pay one hundred and fifty dollars for a piece of art, right? And then come do it again. And shockingly enough, people, I. They come to find that they can get these custom projects. So mm-hmm. They're giving them for wedding gifts. They're giving them for birthday presents. They're going in with their family and buying their grandparents a big gift. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a cute idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's been unbelievable how many people we've met and just have become loyal to us, which we're thrilled about. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the classes. Yeah. Um, so we love crafting and find a ton of other people who love crafting and find that a lot of people are really scared of tools, like, tools just in general. <laughs> um, so we do uh, staining and distressing to kind of get that barn wood look. And so we'll teach you how to get uh, how to distress the wood. And then you can use any of our 20 plus stains to stain them. Uh, which can get spendy if you wanted to do that at home. Sure. Um, and then you can do any state, any letter, and then we have kind of a handful of different shapes that you can do. Um, eight or more people, uh, you can have it a private class, so you can come in and kind of rent out our space and our instructor and get all that um, on your own. And are you finding nice. that's a pretty popular option? Yeah, you know, we we talk a lot about the classes. It's It's something that we're passionate about because we, like she said, teaching women 
how to use tools, just simple things like, you know, being able to use a drill. Yep. Is something we're so passionate I had about. To Google. Like I yeah, watched a you. YouTube video. Nice. I had the drill. Yeah. It was plugged in. My husband had set it up for me to do something. And I'm, you know, nothing's yeah. happening. Right. And I had to YouTube it. Well, I didn't have, I thought it was plugged in, but the battery pack wasn't attached to oh, the drill, right? Sure. Yeah. And I was like, this is so embarrassing that I'm like a modern woman and I don't right. know how to put together a stupid drill. But, yeah. but that's the thing is like, it's just about education. The drill is not hard. No. Yeah. None of these things are hard. It's just women typically weren't taught how to do that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I love that yes. the classes are part of your business because it's. Like fun to share the knowledge and share. Yeah. The yes. And that's yeah. and that's kind of why we do it. It's just a small part of our business. You know, I would say we're doing two to three classes a month. There's businesses out there that are doing similar things that are doing it two to three times a day. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's our competition. We're not trying to capitalize on the class land, but we do really like there is something very fulfilling about seeing somebody make something with their own hands and you get mm-hmm. to watch them. Kind of like, oh my god, I didn't screw this up, and this looks awesome. Look and yeah, mm-hmm. that part's really. Mm-hmm. Do you ever fight? Yeah. Never. <laughs> Anna says no, uh-huh. and then he says yes. Uh-huh. What would you to, like? Is there an area where you would have a fight? I would say, kind of what you talked about before is like, how do we figure out who's doing what and who's taking control of what? Is one of the places where we fight of like, are well, one of you more controlling than others? Uh huh. You're I'm, the controller. I'm the controller. Okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. And Anna doesn't want to be controlled. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I can right. see how that would yeah. work. Yeah. Right. So we consult the therapist, which is me, <laughs> for every fight that we have. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so I think that's a big part where we kind of show up and and butt heads of like, hey, wait a sec, this I want to take more control of this, or like you have that. I think is where we fight the most. Yeah. Um, I was in a business with my husband and mm-hmm. there were a lot of, uh, well, he'll tell you just horrible days <laughs> where, you know, you have a meeting and then you don't talk for like 72 hours or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it was also very fulfilling to be able to share that journey with someone. Have you right? experienced yeah. that? Oh, 100%. Last night we were at the Mall of America <laughs> resetting the store at like, I don't know, it was like midnight. And we're exhausted. You know, we both get up at 5.30 a.m. and we're cracking away. And I'm in there. I'm in the back room. And I go, Anna, you're my best friend. And she goes, what do you want? (laughs) And I'm like, no, really? Like, this is so cool. Like, it was just kind of a moment for me. I was just, like, sitting there, like, in the mall. And I'm like, we're in the Mall of America. And we make this stuff. And we did this. And, like, this is so cool, you know? So there's times like that where it's like, this is amazing. And there are other times where we want to kill each other. Mm -hmm. But we always, like, we know. We've done this. We've known each other obviously 35 years. sure so we we know that tomorrow is going to come and that we're going to talk through it eventually we might mm-hmm. be pissed in the moment but we she's a communicator so then i am too so yeah we just like i'm sorry i'm sorry here's what i was really feeling like mm-hmm. we get there Which, i love that you have the wonder of what you do still uh-huh. that's something that mm. you want to try to bottle that and keep that and here's like they tell you and i'm, I'm going to give you more marriage stories because yeah. yeah knows. I can, someone told me once, um, I was in a period of hatred of my husband and they said, and you're a marriage therapist too, so you'll be able to see this. Mm -hmm. They said, can you remember the day like you fell in love with him or can you remember what that felt like in the very beginning? Mm -hmm. And I kind of went through my little story that it's a very visceral story to me because I remember exactly when I saw him and I literally 
I fell into something, whether it was love or lust or whatever. The second I saw him, mm-hmm. I said to this woman, I'm going to marry that guy. Like, I just knew. Wow. And he was like, if you can remember what that felt like and you can get yourself back there, mm-hmm. he's like, there's something worth unpacking here. So oh. if you can keep that joy or that yeah. sustained feeling of that wonder and excitement, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like that every day, but to right. remember that that yeah. is how you once felt about it right. brings you back there in yeah. a way that's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm frustrated now. I'm hating right. this today, but I can still remember the joy I got. And so it's worth hanging on a little longer mm-hmm. and right. seeing if I find that joy again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I you know, that. we've been married 26 years, so. Wow. Well, it's yeah, work. we found the joy again. I love that. That's yeah. great. And yeah. now we don't have to work together, and I can tell yeah. you he is so much happier. <laughs> but the business afforded us to do a lot of things that yeah. you know, right. we wouldn't have right. been able to do. So, yeah. Um, well, Are your mom and dad proud of you? Oh, oh yeah. God. So proud of us. They, they're they divorced. They've been divorced for 12 years. Yeah. Um, but it's the girls at the shop will always say, like, it's so weird. Your dad will come in. Like, he'll just stop by and visit. Right. And then... Two hours later, my mom will stop by and visit. And they always come on the same day. Like, unplanned, of course. That's but, funny. Yeah. But yeah. they are, like, beyond work. I mean, if you are ever meet our dad, I promise you, you'd know he is our dad. Yeah. <laughs> In uh-huh. 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, we know, because he would oh, tell he'll us. Tell he'll us. tell us. Oh, my daughter is Nikki Nano. They have, they have this business. And, oh, fun. And he'd get out the phone and what show is, you so pictures. What is a note? Uh, Hagen is my married name. And Oates is my sister's cat that passed away. Oh, cute. Mm. Also not, it was like, what should we call our business? And I was like, Hagen Hollerich, like we're going through different things. And I was like, well, I'm obsessed with my cat. And then six months later, we're like, oh, this is actually turning into a real business. And we named the business after my damn cat. Like, yeah, that's, that's okay. That's our story. Yeah. yeah. And now rest his little soul. Who did, meant your, to be. Who yeah. did your branding? Because it's real cute. Thanks. I actually did. Um, so my degree is in graphic design. Mm-hmm. And then I went into restaurant world. Never used my degree. What, so. Yeah, because you were working in the restaurant business. But yep. we talk, rest. the restaurant business is like such a life business. Yeah. It teaches you just so much about life in yes. such a gritty, mm-hmm. powerful way that you never yeah. forget it. Yes. Like multitasking and yes. what it's like to deal with angry customers oh, and yeah. how to make someone happy and the totally. hospitality. and 14 hours on your feet. And yeah. Like, yeah. And no matter what business, you yeah. totally use those skills. Yeah. So Absolutely. I always say to people... Let your kids work in the restaurant business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll never, they'll use those skills in so many ways. And yeah. I think appreciate other service people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just how to treat humans. Yeah. Yes. And tip. And, and, yeah, yeah. Totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, like I definitely that. think that. Well, ladies, it's been yeah. really fun to spend time with you. Thanks for you coming too. in on the Makers of Minnesota. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank uh, you. When people want to shop, where do you, do you want them to go to HaganandNotes.com? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay, and Love if they that. want Sounds custom great. orders, they can reach out there because mm-hmm. we yeah. don't want them to call Anna. She's not going to call them back. Yeah, won't call I won't answer. <laughs> I'll answer. We're good. All right, so go to the website and check them out if you want a custom order. Thanks. Thank you.